The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Did me from behind, which felt great. Shy to me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is cracking, sir? Oh, just another day. Another day in paradise. Sure. Yeah, yeah why not? The fuck's new? Anything? No, not really. You got your Ecto gear yet? Okay, so I ordered four things, and I have received one thus far. Yeah, let me see it. I, uh, you're sitting here on video. Yeah, it's it's downstairs right now. Oh. I mean, I could run and go get it, but it's going to be fucking boring for these be- for the people listening. Uh, all right. It looks pretty legit, You'll though. You'll have to post a picture of it, though. Okay. So all I got was, all I have so far is just the uh, the notebook. How does it look? Looks great, actually. Yeah. I got the uh, the spiral binding with the lined paper and the black uh, front with the Ecto. Are you going to write a book in it? No. Uh, definitely not enough room for a book. <laughs> but no. uh, I figured, hey, it's already got the logo on it. Why don't I use that for like some show notes? Could do yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. 240 episodes in, and we're finally decided to do some show notes. Well, let me let me clarify. Like, I don't know if I don't know if show notes are actually going to go into it. I just thought it was a great idea. Like, yeah. um, it will stay here on my desk though, so I can you know, I can write down ideas, maybe funny little jokes here and there. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. But if yeah. you want your own notebook, go to ectoplasmshow.threadless.com and you get your own. I actually just came up with a few more ideas for some shirts. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to give them out yet, but you just have to keep an eye on it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I'm very excited about that. No, it's pretty cool, though. If you go over to uh, the Threadless store, holy shit. Like it, It surprised me that you can just basically get whatever the fuck you want. Like... A phone case, you know what I mean? A fucking shower curtain, a bath mat. It's <laughs> like what? And even like uh, baby clothes, like onesies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, pretty sweet. You could get a, a onesie that says "It's science, bitches." Thought about that. Yeah. Yep. Thought about that. Got a couple people that I know that are uh, currently expecting, and yeah. I thought, hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Either that or the whole. Uh, What's the other one that we got? It's got, the, got uh, ask hashtag ask Brian. Baby wouldn't get that. What yeah, about, that's true. We also the last one is um, he, he does me from behind, behind and it felt great. That's right. Or he, he, he yeah, did. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it says. Yeah. No, I played that clip earlier on the show right before we actually started here. So uh, uh, unbeknownst okay. to you, uh, and my and you got a co- what, what did you you got a shirt with that on it, right? You said I did not get that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got something with that on there. No, I uh, I got the the one shirt that says got, it's science bitches, uh-huh. and then I got the other one, uh, which is really I cool. Want to believe. Yeah, the I want to believe, and it's got the uh, the Battle of Los Angeles uh, shot there. It's oh, it's so with Galaga hot. above it, dude. It's so sexy though. It's so sexy. I dig it. So yeah. Christ. Now you got all your stuff in though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here I am waiting. I don't know. Man. I got three shirts and a coffee mug. Now all your now I got the coffee mug too. Uh but I haven't received it in the mail yet. Now all your stuff came together though, right? It did, yeah. So then I fully expect So the rest of yours is probably gonna come together. That's what I'm thinking. Now, do they give you a uh they give you like a a notification when your shit 
ships. When it ships, yeah. we get a notification as being the shop owners. Got it. I don't know if the person ordering gets a notification. Uh, probably. Most likely. Most likely. All right. Well, we shall see. I'm waiting with bated breath. I will say that. You are. Yes, I am. I'm I super do have stoked. something very, 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 very awesome to announce. Let's announce it. I can't it. officially announce the Paracon thing yet. Sorry, people. <laughs> um, but what but can, can you uh, announce? I, I can announce a thing that we are doing after hours, which unfortunately yes. Josh Heard cannot be at. You know what, fucker? I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking busy. I got all I, sorts of Don't feel sorry for me. You're the one that can't be there. I know. It sucks a dick. It sucks a so, dick. So we are having a podcast meetup at Big Rip on February 17th, starting at 7 p.m. And there's going to be quite a few different shows there represented. Uh, we're going to have Sam Culper from Breakers and Do It Doug. That's right. Him and I are actually the ones who organized yeah, it. Yeah, you guys putting it on, yeah. David Glidden, well, he he he's going to try to be there. David Glidden's going to try to be there. What night is this? It's Saturday night. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm Brent fucked. Hand of Hysteria 51 is going to be there. What up? Is he bringing Seabot? Because I told him, like, he has no choice. He's either bring Seabot or don't fucking show up. I don't know. Yep. He's going to be on the panel with us Friday well, it's night. It's going to be super fucking awkward if I have to boot his ass out of there. <laughs> super fucking awkward for him. Not for me. For him. What um, oh, yeah. Brent Van Tassel of the Sofa King podcast That's is right. coming in. And there's a possibility of a few more announcements along with this event coming up nice. soon. Nice. But, yeah, so it'll be February 17th at Big Rip in North Kansas City. We have the back room. You got the back room. All kinds the, of podcasters. Even door. if you're. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you at least listen to podcasts. Even if you've never yeah. heard of the other podcasts, come on out and meet them because it's a hell of a good time. This actually started just being a podcast meetup for Sofa King that yeah. Sam and I were going to organize. And then we decided, well, what the hell? Uh, you know, I'm going to be there too. Yeah. You can come meet me. So. Go meet Dr. Feelgood. He'll give you an exam. Give you a checkup. <laughs> and it looks like we're gonna have we're gonna have a pretty good turnout. We've already had some people as nice. far away as like Cincinnati and stuff saying they're coming in. So nice. for the meetup, and then they get to to go to the Comic Con. Well, they they have to pay to go to the Comic Con, but they're well, right, going to right. the Comic Con as well. So hell yes, that'll be fun, man. That'll be a great time. Yeah, you get great beer. Um, get to hang out with all the people that you listen to. Yeah. And then there will probably be some after-hour shenanigans we'll find, you know, after time Big Rip closes down. <laughs> shenanigans. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. So, what do we got this week in the world of the weird? Woman wants to marry Tetris after a relationship with Calculator went sour. Oh, fuck. Let's well, dive into this. Let's please dive into this. <laughs> um, so this is an, an article on uh, Mysterious Universe, so it's going to read like a person writing an article, just so you know. From the moment our ancestors first picked up rocks to fashion crude stone tools, it was inevitable that humanity would eventually get a self-driving, get to self-driving cars, Pokemon Go, and Roombas. Our alliance on the obsession with technology has already begun making humans obsolete in many areas of our lives, not only when it comes to labor, but also when it comes to human interaction. Social media dating apps have changed social relationships forever, while sex robots and holographic AI constructions are leading some individuals to swear off of human, or human contact entirely in favor of the cold metal touch of our machines. Uh, and one extreme <laughs> example, a French woman made headlines in 2016 after announcing that she was a robosexual and planned to marry her, her 3D printed robotic companion. Jesus. 
Now one Florida woman hopes to make th- or take things a step further, but also back in time by attempting to marry a handheld Tetris game. Oh, boy. 20-year-old Nurul Mahabin Hassan. Oh, this bitch never stood a chance. I'm sorry. Claims she has been in a relationship with Tetris for over a year now. Not any one particular Tetris game or piece of merchandise, but the general idea of Tetris in general. They use general twice there. Uh, Hassan, who prefers to go by the name Fractal Tetris Haraka. What the fuck? That's weird. Metro. All right. Her love affair with Tetris began in late 2016 when she first started playing the game and discovered she received immense satisfaction. From clearing the screen. Ooh, you clear that oh, screen. Oh, God. They have a picture. <laughs> you clear that screen, you dirty little girl. What? I think this is a... This looks like a dude. She has a mustache. Okay. Please send me this uh, picture. <laughs> quote, quote. <laughs> All right, I'll send you a picture right oh, now. Oh, God. This is going to get insane. Um, I think Tetris is so beautiful. He is about perfection. So it's a he. Right. right. Tetris is a he. Tetris is a he. Sure, sure. He is about perfection and he stimulates your mind. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Let's see here. Well, I want to get this over to you so you can react to it. I don't know, man. Are you sure? It's it's better than my my profile picture. Oh, then yeah. Send that shit. Yeah, your profile pic is kind of kind of ridiculous. <laughs> All right. I sent it via messenger. Okay. I'm going to be checking here. All right. Here so physically, I get the feeling that people in relationships get, you know, or that you know they are the right ones. I want to say I'm married to Tetris and have a legitimate ceremony. Okay. I want everybody to be there. So you got it? Uh, yeah, I got it. Let me just say, like, yeah, she has a thicker mustache than I do. She has bushier eyebrows than I do. And it almost I, I looks mean, like there's... under that bathrobe, there may be just a hint of chest hair. Son <laughs> <laughs> or Fractal now spends up to 12 hours a day playing various Tetris titles and even reports to have a physical relationship with various Tetris-themed objects, including Tetris hard drives and cushions. For God's sake. (laughs) Fractal also (sighs) claims to have previously been in a relationship with a Garmin GPS device, a calculator named Pierre, but that last relationship soured after she grew tired of his habit of giving her the same answers over and over again. (laughs) Okay. Hassan self-identifies as an objectum sexual, an individual who is attracted to inanimate objects or structures. You know, research into the rather obscure form of humor sexuality is scarce, but it has been documented throughout history. Sure, it might sound weird at first, but who's to judge? People like what they like. Yeah, different strokes for different folks, right? But you know, honestly, like I have never just been walking around looking at an inanimate object and 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 thinking i'm gonna give that a throw you know what i'm saying like i i no absolutely not i hear some women like cucumbers oh fuck (laughs) 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 yes jason we've all seen the videos okay (laughs) we know (laughs) you sent another picture Oh, fuck Listen to me. you, seen the videos. I bet if we look through your browser history, there's all kinds of stuff on there. You, uh, no, I I guarantee there is not. You can look no, through any, you use, any like nope. You look through any browser that that is mine, and you and it will doesn't be, save anything. Yeah, it saves it all. It saves uh, everything. I don't clear my shit. I'm saying I openly invite you to come and check this shit out. <laughs> I don't know if I want to now. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, uh, the, well, the normal shit for us, for nerds like us, like all this weird conspiracy stuff and ghost shit. 
<coughs> but there is no porn, damn it. You don't believe me. No, I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, you man. don't want to marry Tetris? No. I fucking hated Tetris. I played it. What video game would you marry if you had to pick a video game to marry? Ooh. And it could be in any handheld device or, or whatnot. It's got to be handheld or just any device? Any any, any, any console device. thing. Okay. Sure. Um. Oh, God. Because she was holding the NES version. Of- I saw that. It's pretty bulky. Pretty bulky. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of like the Resident Evil series. Huge fan. I would say Resident Evil Four, one yeah. of my favorites. Absolutely one of my favorites. Either that or Final Fantasy. Pretty much take your pick there. Dunk the shit out of it. What was that noise that I just heard there, pal? I just took a drink of my beer. Oh boy. So goddamn proud of you. Why? What are you drinking? I actually have a very interesting little concoction that I've uh, crafted here. So I have uh, just regular coffee, and inside the coffee, like, I just dumped whiskey in there. I just dumped Jack Daniels in the coffee. So I'm doing great. So Feeling... it's like, uh, like Jack and coffee. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jack and coffee. <laughs> it's not sipping down that bad. I'm pleasantly surprised. Huh. Yeah, buddy. I don't know what video game I would marry. Probably something like Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. <laughs> Jesus. It's an oldie buddy goodie. You know it? Well, so is Tetris. Fucking right. Fucking right. Can't go wrong with Duck Hunt. You can never go wrong with Duck Hunt. Christ. Plus you get to hold the shaft of the gun. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want with that shaft. Oh, my God. So we got another flying humanoid in the news, my friend. Oh yeah, where's that this time? Uh looks like uh looks like it was filmed over a town called Mexicali, Mexico. Um, I've actually heard of that. Yeah, so it says I think a it's weird been in stories before. Has it now? I think so. It does say um this was just posted 15 hours ago. Now it does not say when this was actually filmed. No, it does say First sighting in 2018. Okay. So anyway, weird video from Mexico gone viral. Some believe the footage shows a flying humanoid hovering in the sky, but not everybody is obviously convinced. Um, it, it's very weird because it um, it does say it was captured in the city of Mexicali by a motorist who caught sight of the weird uh, tubular anomaly that at times looks like a person, which is true, um, like with their legs extended or in a sitting type position. It's fucking weird, like looking at it, but it does look like it does look like a person at times. But yeah, very well, there's been lots stuff. of other ones that it looks yeah. weird at certain angles, but it does look like a person right. at certain angles. It's pretty uh pretty interesting stuff. But yeah, apparently they said that this one is the first sighting of this year for a, like a flying humanoid anyway. I just thought this was interesting because obviously you've had your experience seeing something anomalous like that. Now I've had one as well. Fuck me, I called the show. You remember that? I called the, the show line. Yeah, of course. It was, right you were after. on the same highway just 100 miles away. Yeah, exactly. Um, fucking nuts, man. Just nuts. Every time I'm on that stretch of road, Every time I'm on that stretch of road, heading down towards like the Kansas City area, I'm always thinking about that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about you, buddy. Thinking about you and your flying humanoid. About me flying? No, nope, just around. thinking about you and how scared you must have been in that moment. How shocked? Probably needed a hug. Uh, there was somebody there that could have gave me a hug if I needed it, but not like my hugs. <laughs> I got good hugs. <laughs> you try so hard, you're never going to get the affection you want. It'll happen. I'll get you all drunk. <laughs> then you'll probably just get mean and start hitting God, me. I'm just going to have to like scrape you off of me when we get that DMT in you, aren't we? Most or aren't likely. I? Most likely. <laughs> I have to wear a man-sized you know, condom. <laughs> it'd be like... Uh, 
God damn it. What are those movies? Leslie Nielsen was in it. It was a loaded weapon. Yeah. Yeah. One of those scenes, I think it was like the second one or whatever, they have like full body condoms. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Just gigantic rubber suits just kind of rolling around on top of each other. Fucking hilarious. Classic comedy. What else we got? I have another one. Mysterious satellite may have faked its own crash. What? I don't know. All right. Uh, on January seventh, right. a SpaceX Falcon Nine rocket took off from Cape Canaveral. We talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. On a classified mission called Zuma, which involved deploying a mysterious Northrop Grumman satellite for an undisclosed U.S. government agency. As usual, SpaceX broadcast the launched live on its website until the satellite was about to be launched. Then, according to what was later described as standard procedure for secret payloads, the video feed was cut short. Uh, SpaceX president Gwen Shotwell. Her name is Shotwell, and she's the president of SpaceX. Why not? <laughs> Called the mission to success, sort of. Oh, uh, For clarity, after review of all the data... To date, Falcon 9 did everything correctly on sa- Sunday night. If we or others find otherwise, based on further review, we will report it immediately. That statement was in response to claims by media outlets, including ABC News, that satellite trackers could not find the Zuma satellite and that it was deployed or that its deployment may have malfunctioned, causing its demise and fatal plunge into the Indian Ocean. Wow. So they were watching satellite trackers that were telling them that it was going down when really it was flying off flying. secretly to do whatever it's up there to secretly do. It's weird. It's very weird. No party is willing to uh or, or, no party involved is willing to confirm or deny any of these possibilities. So they're just keeping their trap shut about it? Of course, they're not going to tell us. They won't even tell us what it is. That's a good point. So Shit. it either went down or it didn't, or even if it went down, they wouldn't want to say because it makes them look like a failure. Right, exactly. And not only to us, but to the rest of the world, they probably are spying on with that satellite. <laughs> where if where it the didn't fuck? go down, they might want them people to think the, that them people, listen them to people. Me, the people around the world <laughs> to think that it did go down so that we aren't able to do whatever we were going to do with it. Right, right. Interesting shit, man. Very interesting. Now, where in the fuck would this thing have landed then? I'm, I'm assuming an ocean. Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean? That's what they said in there. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But nothing. I mean, no no reports or anything like that. Of anything like nothing crashing. Nothing in here. Into, I mean, it was yeah. just a few days ago. Um, It's pretty interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, they don't know. There was just conflicting reports from different agencies and different news agencies and stuff. Son of a bitch. Isn't it weird that news used to call themselves news agencies and governments call their groups agencies? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's something going on there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, surely not. Surely not. Get your mind out of the gutter, Josh. Right. So, um, scientists are now concluding. Are you ready for this? Millions of years ago, an advanced alien race actually existed on Mars. Did you hear anything about this? Who's claiming that? Scientists. What, What scientists? It's science. I'm a doctor. Bitches. So let's see here. It says here, <clears throat> scientists have come to the conclusion that an advanced alien race lived on Mars. They have said that based upon new data, there is evidence that during the period of Earth-like climate, uh, biological evolution saw a humanoid civilization that left ruins in several sites. Now, the sites in question here, they say there, there are two sites um, that have been investigated the most intensively. And that's uh, Galaxias Chaos, 
and Sidonia Mensa. Now, data that uh, from those sites are what then has formed the basis of this, uh, you know, Sidonian hypothesis, I guess is what they're calling it, um, <laughs> of the Bronze Age of civilization on Mars. Um, weird shit, but it says one scientist who has worked on space plasma technologies along with advanced space po- uh, propulsion and nuclear fusion uh, says that Mars might have once been home to an alien civilization that was extremely advanced. Now, this is Dr. John Brandenburg. Why do I know that name? He works it at. Sounds like lots of other John well, Brandenburgs, maybe. probably. <laughs> but he works at Morningstar Applied Physics uh, as a plasma physicist, along with other learning institutions. He said that he believes uh, that in. The distant history of Mars at a time when the red planet was more similar to Earth. Alien civilizations that were advanced uh, developed there and that there is evidence of their existence on Mars today. It says there was like two huge nuclear air bursts on Mars at one point, uh, just judging by all this different data and shit that they've collected. This is interesting stuff to me. Um. He says, uh, this Dr. Brandenburg says that he thinks there's evidence that there were at least two big nuclear explosions that happened on Mars. And anybody able to read a map would be able to find a link between Galaxias Chaos and Sidonia Mesa, along with the shock wave evidence and fallout downwind. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, he, I mean, he says this, he lectures on it. Uh, that there is evidence that's conclusive of a civilization. That is amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. Do you think anything is going to ever come of this? I don't know. Now, I mean, here's why it probably won't. Okay. <laughs> like Brandenburg says the secrecy in the government is evil, but it's sometimes needed and it is a good thing the Mars cover up is coming to an end. He said that perhaps at some point they would be able to sit down and talk about what happened not on Mars at that time, uh, all that time ago, but what is happening right now. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. I don't, again, I don't see anything really coming of this. I don't know, man. This is a pretty big story, though, on paper. Yeah, but it also might just be bullshit that's possible it's absolutely possible could be complete horseshit and what good is it gonna do us i mean yeah so it would (laughs) prove that there had been aliens there and that i think that revelation is becoming less and less and less of a threat to humanity Right. I, you know, there are a large camp of people out there that do believe that life actually began on what we call Mars. Mm. And then, you know, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I mean, somehow we got here. So um, I don't know, man. It's interesting shit. Very, very interesting. All right. So if um, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say that aliens exist. They're here, and they reveal themselves yes. soon, this year. All right. Let's do and it. And they're nice, and then we get along, and everything's great. Perfect. And they help us, and we help them in whatever way we might be able to. Yeah, sounds great. And they're here for 20 years, and everything goes great, and they start wanting to run for office. Would you and vote for Alien? Then do we rear our ugly little prejudice faces again or what like what are we doing is um this is now a race thing right no 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 well i mean well this is like a species thing. okay okay um they want to start running for office let me ask let me ask a few questions number one are they qualified are we talking like office of president okay, so let's like president of the united down states the road a baby is born here now this year 35 years down the road, born in the United States, 
is an American citizen yeah. if we choose to grant citizens to these people. Sure. Or whatever you want to call them, aliens. <laughs> Technically, in the Constitution, that yeah. alien could run for president. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I just want to know, like, are they are they qualified for the job? What, why not? I, I mean, no, I'm just saying, are they how, are they okay, knowledgeable? Yeah, so they're they're qualified. Then yeah, for the job. That absolutely let them in there. But what what if that was their plan the whole time? Then to slowly but surely take us they, over you over could the course say that of the decades. president doesn't really have any power, but then they could start inserting themselves into our government and all kinds of stuff. Probably insert other stuff too. Probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't know. Like it's an interesting question. I I don't see it happening in our lifetime. I'm sorry. I don't see disclosure fully happening um, until, like you suggested, they they land on this planet and they they make it known. Yes, we are here. We've been like observing you or whatever, or we come from here or wherever. Um, and I mean that's the only fucking way. You know what's funny about it is anybody, like, they could, like, live stream this shit. Millions of people could be watching this. Hell, billions of people could be watching this unfold. And so many people out there would still say it was bullshit. <laughs> Absolute yeah, bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I would like to think that, yeah, we could uh, eventually get to that point. But right now, we can't even get along with each other. <laughs> like, we're fucking terrible right now. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know if introducing a new uh, race or species would be a good thing. I don't know, pal. Um, I could be one of them. You could be. And I would vote for you. I would vote for you. Get my vote, Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> New t-shirt. What's that? Doctor for president. Doctor well, Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood for president. Ectoplasm for president. <laughs> that. Oh, God. I would feel so bad for people. <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh, my God. Good stuff, pal. All right, so let's take we'll a little start break. Start city council and move our. I've way done up. that before. I was a I was a member of a of a city council. I was eighteen years old. Did you get voted in, or was it just an open spot? Yeah, I got voted in. What the fuck are you talking about? Of course, I got voted in. I'm kick ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hey, we're gonna take a little break, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna have some more. Fun-filled paranormal news for you. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. 
all viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Hey, this is Nock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Tune in every week as we discuss movies, TV, comics, and video games. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Satchel, or on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Yogurt Podcast and weigh in on our weekly topics. All right, folks, welcome on back. Thank you to our sponsors, our good pals over at Paranormal Warehouse, our good buddies over at Hysteria 51, uh, Seabot, I love you. And, of course, our good pals over at Geek Yogurt Podcast. Um, now, Dr. Doctor Feelgood has informed me that we have uh, a bit of breaking news, actually, going on as we speak here. So what's cracking, my friend? More than $160 billion was wiped off the face or the value of all cryptocurrencies. Oh, okay. You go ahead and tell your story, and I'm going to get into my story right after that. Okay. The so price of ahead. Bitcoin dropped as much as 20% early Tuesday after regulators in South Korea repeated warnings that they may ban cryptocurrency trading. Shit. Cryptocurrency across the board took a hit, with all of the top 100 digital coins listed by Coin Market Cap dropping in value. Oh, More shit. than 160 billion was wiped off the value of all cryptocurrencies listed by the website in the space of 10 hours. Wow. Highlighting the remarkable volatility in the market. Uh, Markets started to rebound by 7 a.m. Eastern Tuesday. So this was today. That's today, yeah. As we record this. But Bitcoin price was still down 12%, down from 24 hours ago. 20% down from a week ago and 40% down from the all-time high of 20,000 a month ago. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's across the board. All the rest of them are down 20-40% and they don't know they don't know if it's so, coming back. Coming back up. That's basically the gist of the story, but right. yeah, I mean, I don't have any um right. I've looked into getting some. Let me tell you. But Paul. uh all all financialists are saying that there's going to be a huge crash of Bitcoin this year. Correct. So it was interesting because about three months ago, I started entertaining the idea of, you know, kind of like doing the whole farming thing. And it's expensive. It is farm. expensive. Yeah. Okay. It, it's expensive. Then I thought to myself, okay, if I were to just get some now, just buy some, right? I would then, you know, obviously watch it, watch it, watch it, and then maybe sell it, maybe make a little scratch on the side. Um, but then I started, like, really looking into this because, obviously, I'm kind of a tight ass when it comes to my money, and I want to know exactly what the fuck I'm getting. And reading all of these uh, analysts, and, I mean, every goddamn one of these people is saying, do not buy this like you should not even consider this because it's going to happen it's going to happen soon especially now because everybody's fucking talking about it right there's been like all these new documentaries thrown up on netflix about all this cryptocurrency shit too many people were talking about it like it got too popular too fast see you later fucking crazy i will say that i did try to buy some and it was such a lengthy process that I fucking gave up. I gave up because it was a pain in the ass. Absolute suckage. But you you didn't buy any either, though. No, I That's had thought good. about it. I even set up an account to do it. I was actually I did gonna, that too. Yeah. I was gonna go into a different one. Didn't want to do Bitcoin. I was going to do a couple other ones. Right, right. But I had to set up this account, and then the one I actually wanted to get into is a private company. It's not a public one. Right. 
So I, I would have had to buy Bitcoin and then use Bitcoin to buy the other one. Yes. And I just never did it. And then, like, the next day, all these crashes. Because this isn't the first one in the last month. No. There's been multiples of these going Correct. on. Correct. And maybe once the this volatility gets done, that'll be the time to put a little bit of money into it. Bingo. Yeah. You just got to... So all of our listeners don't. Well, and that's just it, guys. Like if you're listening to this and you're interested in it, I'd say, fuck, yeah, that's fine. However, just do your research first. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into first. Well, it's like Um, any other investment. Don't put all of your money into it. Fuck, no, do not put a percentage, a smaller percentage into it. For sure. Oh, crazy stuff, pal. Now, I saw a picture of a post of a guy. And this was one from like the fall beginning of the fall it was a picture of like a thousand like or all these fidget spinners where is it at oh, oh yeah God. it says so hey everyone i'm in immediate need of help so back at the beginning of summer i bought around six thousand fidget spinners at wholesale to resell fuck me why i've only sold 73 of them does anyone want to buy some in bulk i'm getting desperate i sunk all my life savings into this please why? help why why <laughs> why fucking why you know i had a, uh, my friend eric the guy who had the uh um the whole alien thing oh yeah yeah go he saw he works in some of the lower end well the the crappier parts of town. He works security sure. in some of the grocery stores in the not so nice neighborhoods and stuff. And yeah. he saw this really broke down truck with a huge bed, and the bed was full of fidget spinners. The guy had obviously invested a ton of money. Probably the same in guy. Fidget spinners, and he was taking them out and trying to trying to peddle them. You know, it's it's interesting with stuff like that. Like me, I don't know. I have a very weird mind. But I think to myself, okay, I'm going to buy one of these and I'm going to buy it for my kid and I'm going to see like what the reaction is. Right now, they're initially excited for about 10 minutes and then they like, okay, this is all it does. It just fucking spins and that's it. Like they (laughs) there are three fidget spinners in my house right now. They haven't touched them in at least a month. (coughs) You have to think about that shit. Like, my God. I've never been in a physical location with one other than a store that was selling it. I've never, like, my kid doesn't have one. I don't have any friends that have one that I can think of or had one or anything like that. I don't don't know. I've never even seen one other than in the packaging on the store. Right. And videos of stupid kids spinning them on there. Yeah. But that's all it does. It is all... It does. It just spins around. Nobody fucking cares. I did. I did see a few listings for haunted fidget spinners on eBay. I oh, entertained because they God. were only a couple dollars. But then I was just like, I'll just throw it out a couple dollars. You know, it's an interesting thing that you bring up, though, because now with I don't know what what it is exactly. Um, this idea of haunted objects has become quite popular lately. Um, is that due to, you know, the, the rise of the, the Annabelle movie and all that stuff? Like, I, I don't know guys. Um, but my God, people on eBay selling these quote unquote haunted objects, whether it be a doll or a fucking Here's a, toaster or whatever, a locket. Okay. See a little locket you could get out of one of those coin op machines with, they stuck some picture in there and this guy could be dead. I don't know. Sure. 30 bucks, 30 bucks. All day. Craziness. But yeah. It looks like an older are... one, so it could have just been like in the grab bag of the antique <laughs> store. Right. Now, there was this one I God, I don't even remember what it was. It was this lady um on YouTube. She said, Hey guys, I'm getting on eBay. I'm gonna buy a haunted object. And she ended up getting like what I it was called like a mystery box. It was like two hundred bucks oh that she my God. like two hundred bucks what... that she threw onto this thing, and she didn't even know what the fuck she was getting. I just looked at this. And she I bought just, like was... two of them. She got like two different things. It's still on eBay. Like I, 
I was just looking at eBay. I just put in haunted. One of the top things is haunted box secret box. Yeah. As featured on YouTube. Amazing. Check out video. Not doll. And it has printed on their really big secret box. Wait for key not to be opened. Weird. Do not open. Do not open. People are going to open it. <laughs> Don't push Over the giant $200 red button. value inside, it says. Uh, I don't know, dude, but people are doing it. People are spending money on this. Daily, people are doing this. I'm like, anything could be haunted. Just random shit around your house. Things that you have don't you ever been touch. to like um like a Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop? Yeah, absolutely. You know, in like in the little home goods section, they have the little the little logs with the little pull out drawers that you can yeah. keep crap in. Fuck they yeah. have one of those in here. They're calling it a divot box. What? On <laughs> the divot box. See, okay. All they did was glaze up the outside. It's ridiculous to me, pal. It's absolutely ridiculous to me. And people will buy it. People will fucking buy it. Let's I... see. Filtered by highest price. Let's see what the highest thing listed on oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Please tell me. $15,000. For what? Um, powerful Gen Genie. Endless wishes in this secret ring. They're, okay. It's a ring? It's a ring. And they said it's and... haunted by a gin. Yeah. Wow. Um, It's just like a white stone. It could be silver, but for fifteen thousand dollars, it better be something. Fuck me, you'd guess, man. Like, ugh. be sure to treat it with respect. It says, but it's gonna grant wishes. Yeah, it says endless wish, endless wishes. They also have what looks exactly like the genie. You know, uh, let me bottle. Just, let me just say oh, though, I don't like if people like believe in this or have looked into this the gin is nothing to fuck with if you buy yeah. into that stuff like um there's nothing really good about a, a gin that's what all these top things are the the most expensive doll is four thousand um oh everything God. above four thousand is a ring or jewelry associated with the gin wow man that's fucking nuts so do What's we the cheapest thing? I want to see we, what the cheapest thing do, is. Do we do we buy it? Do we... <laughs> One cent. Well, it's got a bid on it. Penny. Haunted spirit keeper encasement. It's a ring that you can learn how to trap a spirit into. Oh my god. It looks oh like a ring you get at like an arcade with ten little tickets. Here's a question. If we knew how to contain a spirit, hold a spirit indefinitely, don't you think we'd be fucking doing that? Here's a haunted penny for four bucks. Oh, you can boy. pick from any number of a hundred pennies. Hundred pennies. Each one of them is haunted. Yeah. If you pick the in the picture, you pick which one you want. You feel is the one and uh for four bucks it's all yours. Well, I'll be darned. Four dollars. That's gonna buy a whole lot of other pennies. It's gonna get more pennies. Damn, dude, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Interesting stuff, Lots though. Lots of haunted jewelry. Just yeah, I'm gonna have to check this out later. I'm gonna have Look to the look cheapest into haunted dollars fourteen bucks. Uh, well, no, here's one for thirteen. Wow tell you what pal i do have a question for you yeah what's that if uh let's say hypothetically like would you ever cryogenically freeze yourself you ever kick that I, around i wouldn't say that i wouldn't yeah um, i'm like have you ever kicked the idea around i do want to join the polar bear club what the fuck's that What's That's that? where you go cut a hole in the ice in like a lake, and everybody has fun jumping in for a little while. Nice, I'd do that. Yeah, it's called the Polar Bear Club. You should look it up. I'm surprised you haven't heard of that. No, I have not. Why don't we? Uh, we could do this. Check it out. You guys got a lot of shit down there, like bodies of water. <laughs> like we, I'm just saying, you do. Why don't we uh, do something? Like let's plan something for next winter. 
a fundraiser jumping into jumping into the uh whatever body of water we choose okay like a lake or something i'm thinking a puddle oh, a puddle would work whatever i don't give a shit <laughs> i'm just saying like we still want it to be moving water no uh, no no not box. moving water no <laughs> fuck that what i'm saying is no um you know we uh we raise money for a very good cause or whatever, and then we strip down to our underwear and we jump in that son bitch. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. I'm all about it. That's the Polar Bear Club. That's what that is. We should definitely do this. So the reason why I asked that question is because supposedly the first human that was ever frozen by, you know, what do, what do they call it? Cry, cryonotics or cryon, cryonics? Cryogenics. Right? Sure. They're going to be brought back to life in just about 10 years. Doesn't seem that far off. It says here, uh, Dennis Kowalski, the president of Cryonics Institute in the United States, has made the incredible announcement that Cryonics is advancing so fast that he is unable to keep up with the demand for it. The Institute spearheads the process of freezing human beings uh, by cryogenics. Dennis spoke exclusively and said the technology is making huge advances and went on to talk about, you know, CPR and said it would have seemed not possible only 100 years ago. He said that today people take technology for granted. Um, Dennis used to work as a paramedic. He said the reason he got into cryogenics uh, was thanks to a book with the title of Engines of Creation by J. Robert Freitas. No idea, which has the focus on nanotechnology. Um, talks a little about the book. So around 2,000 people initially signed up for this to be frozen. There are, at this point in time, 160 people that are so do the rest fucking frozen. Survive? No, I, I just don't think they made the cut. Um, but it does say here, uh, the Cryonics Institute is situated in Michigan. They have had around 2,000 people sign up wanting to be frozen. Uh, oh, yep, excuse me, when they die, along with 160 patients that are already frozen in liquid nitrogen tanks. Now, before a frozen dead body could be brought back to life, there are three main problems that would obviously have to be overcome. The cells that had been the cause of the death of the person would have to have a, a cure. If the person had cancer, obviously, and this was you know the cause of death, any cells that had suffered damage uh, when the freezing process was undertaken would then need to be fixed. Uh, that's that's pretty obvious. Now, the first human being to have been frozen using cryonics was Doctor James Bedford, and he passed away in 1967. Bedford had made plans to be frozen, but he became ill, and then his brain and body were then frozen. So experts have said that he could essentially be a candidate to be the first person to be thawed and then brought back to life. Now, the cost of freezing a family member, guys, is about 100 k Okay? Uh, Dennis said that people have said that he's, um, that he's basically playing God. Uh, there's also been some controversy, obviously, over the fact that he took out a policy for life insurance with the aim of having his three children and wife frozen when they pass away. The cost of freezing, like I said, guys, is $100,000. And he insisted that what he is doing is not science fiction. It is just about the creation of a better world. He concluded by saying that there are not, or excuse me, there is not any reason why people should not live forever. If they have the body of a 20-year-old, they could live another 100 years. Huh. Now, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's been speculated that cryogenic freezing could then take over and replace traditional funerals in just a few years. Interesting shit. I don't know, man. It's interesting. Is it science fiction? Is it science fact? What do you got? I... <laughs> we'll wait and see what happens when we thaw one of these guys out. I, I'm interested. They would even be the <sighs> same person. I know. I'm interested, dude. How would it affect that, that's the just brain? A, how, okay. 
exactly my point. Like, how would this affect yeah, yeah, your brain, your mind, your just if it's conscious self. Frozen, is there any electricity flowing around in you, dude? What they're talking about is basically having a body one hundred percent pass away, expire, and then freezing the body, and then ten, twenty, thirty, fifty, one hundred years from now, or from the time of death, basically um, using whatever technology is available to us at that time, fixing. Or unfucking whatever is fucked on that person on that dead body, and then bringing them back to life, resuscitating. Isn't this like them. that Lazarus where they bring <laughs> yes. him back and he's evil yeah. or a demon? Dude, yes, like, yes. It so, goes back. I mean, this right so, here, guys. This is the start of the zombie apocalypse. I'm just let's you know. say that they can do this, and let's say let's say it happens hypothetically yeah. that spirits are real, your soul is real, and it leaves the body when you die. Now, will this be an animate body that Ooh. doesn't have a soul that something else can come inhabit just a soulless shell of a person or a, an awaiting vessel for some kind of evil thing Ooh. to come into this world i like that could be the apocalypse oh my god this is how we're this is how we're checking out dude this is how we're checking out I don't know, dude. Honestly, I, I think... Now let's say you were about to die, and they had one of these bodies coming out of the freezer and ready to thaw out, and that they <laughs> could put you into that. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like me as I am right now. Well, I mean, you wouldn't look like you, but it's your mind and your soul, Can you you, which you transfer into this body. Oh, God. They didn't have a whole lot of choice to choose from different ones because this is the one that's coming out of the deep freeze. Okay. <laughs> All freezer burnt. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I don't know. Overweight, fifty-year-old, yeah. yeah, librarian lady. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, okay, it could be the lady in love with Tetris. No. Hell no. <laughs> God. I tell you, man, it's interesting. Fucking Where's your sense of adventure? I don't I don't have one pertaining to this. Um it's interesting stuff, I will say that. I just don't know. <sighs> Obviously a lot of people are gonna have a lot of fucking problems with this. A lot of problems. I mean ugh. Now let's say this. You, okay, okay, um, you and your wife's marriage goes sour. Okay. And then you start to die, you know, you come down with some kind of crazy illness and you're going to die. You kind of stick together for the kids, but you're not happy. And then you find a way to preserve yourself for five, say five years. And, um, then you could come back out and be okay. And then you could just leave your wife or whatever. <laughs> do you do it with the possibility of knowing that there may be oh, a way that she could keep your ass frozen? <laughs> She'd be like, no, maybe another 15 to 20 years will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Good stuff. Now, do you have any more uh, any more stories for I us, I do have another story. This might be how we can make our fortune. Oh, sweet. Let's do this. Just Map talk about secret underground areas for DARPA and win $2 million. All right. Do you believe the Earth is hollow or at least hiding numerous large interior spaces? Do you fear that life on the surface may end and soon it's critical to begin building cities underground? Would you like to win $2 million? Then DARPA is looking for you. <laughs> The DARPA <laughs> Subterranean Challenge explores... Are you sitting in a beanbag chair naked eating Cheetos? <laughs> <laughs> the DARPA Holy Subterranean fuck. Challenge explores innovative new approaches to rapidly map, navigate, and search underground environments. <laughs> They're inviting scientific and engineering communities as well as the public to use their creativity and resourcefulness to come up with new technologies and concepts to make the inaccessible accessible. 
And by the inaccessible, DARPA means the vast underground world of caves, tunnels, urban underground spaces, and other big holes in the ground. A lot of spelunking. Known and unknown. A lot of spelunking, pal. I'm I'm fucking uh, game okay, for so this. Okay, so you can you actually go this. on and enter to the subterranean challenge announced in December. DARPA will unveil more details. January 18th so when this will be released tomorrow ah. it'll be the next day yeah. you can enter oh my god I'm so excited are we doing this um, what is known so far is that the challenge was consist of two tracks a virtual track to test software on simulating course and a system track to physically navigate daunting underground spaces daunting so this could be anything from like a little robot you can send through that'll scan the underground environment yeah. to whoever. Like maybe some psychics can finally get in on this and they can <laughs> mentally project and control the Bigfoot to go explore the caves for That's them. That's right. Yeah. Go on, Sam Squatch. Get your ass in there. <laughs> we just got some sour faces from some psychic listeners. It'll be fine, guys. I promise. <laughs> If It'll you're still fine. listening to the show, you're not going to be. Love you guys. Uh, Love you guys. Uh, unless this is the first time you. Well, if this is the first time and you're easily offended, you probably didn't make it this far in this episode. Yeah, fuck them. So. They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Better off I didn't even check to see if we had any new reviews. I'll pull it up here while we're pull that up discussing up. this. So how are we going to find out or how are we going to figure out how to get this we contract? Just, yeah, we just got to get the money, dude. That's all we got to do. We got to get the money. Come How on. How are we going to do that? I don't know. Let's just get the money. Let's get the we'll get We're the dollars. The start. We'll get the dollars. Then we get the khakis. The khakis. Then we get the girls. <laughs> oh my god. I have I have all kinds of awesome outdoor clothing. I bet you do. I've got uh, a few different things that I can wear for outdoors, outdoor excursions. Speaking of which, I watched Jumanji with my daughter last How night. How was Jumanji? It was good. Um, I it was worth seeing. Nice. I probably I wouldn't have gone to the theaters to see it if my daughter didn't want to yeah, go sure. with I me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have watched it when I when it came out, but. It was good. Uh, it was hilarious. Uh, Jack good. Black and The Rock were were really funny in it. And love even me some uh, Jack Black. Love Jack. Is, Black. It, is his name Kevin Hart? Yeah, I've never really seen him yes. in much before. But dude's hilarious. The, the whole the whole movie was funny. Yeah, I like the fact that they went into the game rather than having the game come out, so that it was different than the original. That's badass. Um, so yeah, I mean it. it you know, it was a family movie, then there's nothing wrong with that. But it, yeah. it had a lot of good comedy in it. And Hell yes. Uh, one thing that a guy at my work did point out to me that he liked the movie too, but he thought that it locked the, lost the focus of the animals. Because in the first movie, the, the movie... It was all centered around the animals of right. Jumanji. Right. Where in this one, you don't... You do have animals, but not like you do in the first one, which... You no, know, it's fine, but it wasn't necessarily the the huge Jumanji animal yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah, and they they set it like, like they didn't set up the end for a second one, but with a name like Welcome to the Jungle and the fact that they've made five hundred million dollars on this already, nice. They're gonna make another one, I'm sure. Hell yes. We do have a new review. All right, tell me it's five star. Five star. It is five stars. All right. Five star the, review. Um, say whatever you want. I think the title of the review is some emojis that I can't see on the computer because they're just little boxes. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. So it's the C will kiss me is who left this. All right. And it says, I love both of you, Jen. And I think I know who this is. It's super sweet. It, it might be a couple of Jens that listen to the show. Nice. That's super sweet, though. That's all it is. It's just, I love you both, exclamation point, Well, Jen. thank you for that. And thank you very maybe much. Maybe that last emoji was a heart, because there was an emoji after her name, too, but I can't see it on this damn screen. Damn screen. All right. 
So we're one away. We're one review or rating oh, away from fifty. Oh shit! And we're then 49. we get it. Oh my god! And then we get we, to do we're the doing drawing. Pretty good because yeah. we have forty-four five-star reviews. Nice. We have two one-star reviews, and then one of each Sorry. of the rest of them. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel somewhat responsible for the one-star reviews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still at four and a half stars, and I know that some other shows are not at the same. Nice. Well, that's good, guys. Thank you so much for all that have taken the time to rate and review us on iTunes uh, and elsewhere, too. Um, you know, my gosh, I do appreciate that. It's amazing. Um, and if you guys want to, uh, reach out to us, you can, you can give us a phone call. You can shoot us a text. It's 913-730-7255. And, did you uh, forget the number there for a second? Just for a split second I did. Yeah. But it's all from, you know, trying to jog the old memory bank here. Maybe that should be something. That'll be the first entry in my new ectoplasm notebook. What up? What do you think? See? Yeah. <laughs> I've do got it. this. Go I've got this. Hell yes. All right. Anything else, my friend? Were you on ever on a guest on a show called My Brother, My Brother, and Me? Are you, what? So when I search podcasts, yeah, uh, when I search ectoplasm, okay, there's ours is the first one, okay. The second one is my brother, my brother and me, yeah. The third one is Beyond the Darkness, which you may have been on. I have so been in on the that. description. May have been one of those. Yeah, I have been. Then on there's that. podcast Enema or Phenomena Enema. Remember those guys? Yep. They definitely listed our names. Yep. Uh, GTR is on there, but the second one is my brother, my brother, and me. And I wonder why it's the second one that pops up under ectoplasm. I don't know if I was ever on that show. I can't Let me say on it here. I can't say for sure. They're yeah. still doing shows. Free advice from three of the world's most qualified, most related experts: Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy. For one half of three quarters to an hour every Monday, we tell people how to live their lives because we're obviously doing such a good job. <laughs> they that. have almost 10,000 reviews. That's good sauce. They're that is on good almost sauce. Episode, they're on episode 388. Well, buddy, we got some, uh, we got some catching up to do. Got there is stuff in here about paranormal stuff, it looks like. Well, well maybe they just names. mentioned us. Maybe they just mentioned us. Maybe. You know? Probably not. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe they listened to the show. Or did. Doing research. Be a yeah, terrible or, show to listen yeah, to. Yeah, you scared research. them off with your dirty, dirty mouth. Yeah, it's most likely the case. Not going to lie. But I tell you what. I do thank you guys very much for coming and hanging out with us. Um, have a good rest of your week. We'll talk to you when? Friday morning? Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk to you Friday morning, bright and early. Talk to you guys soon. Peace out.